Hello and welcome to a new episode of the CTO Show with Mehmet. My name is Mehmet. I share daily insights about the latest news and trends in technology while exploring their problem-solving abilities. I also talk about startups and the entrepreneurs behind their innovative products and services. Today, I'm sharing in this episode three different topics from three different articles. So the first one is more cybersecurity-oriented, I would say. And this article discusses the 10 types of security incident that a company might face. And also the article emphasizes on what are the best ways to avoid these incidents and how you can detect them. So mainly the 10 most common seen kind of incidents are unauthorized attempt to access your network, systems, or data, privilege escalation attack, insider threat, phishing attacks, malware attacks, denial of service DOS attack, man-in-the-middle attack, password attack, web application attack, and advanced persistent threat, or as known as APT attack. Now, I will quickly go over some of these attack types and what could be the best way to avoid these attacks in your environment. Now, remember that we are living in a digital world where the data is growing, the reliance on technology is growing, and this is a good ground for bad people to try to hurt your business, stopping your business by getting access to your data, to your network, to your business secrets, so they can benefit out of it the most. Now, from attack vector perspective, and this is one point, it's put in the middle of the article, but I think it should have been put at the beginning. People think that it's just a linear process of performing a cyber attack on a company. While from outside it looks right, so we see like someone outside and he's trying to get in. So it's like a thief trying to rob your house. So it's very simple. But actually, there are multiple attack vectors over there. And the most common attack vectors related to your system that you are using and the hardware, software, and cloud offering that you are using. And they might be very spread. So you need to have understanding of all the workloads, all the hardware, software. So the inventory in, in, in a nutshell. So you need to understand this. And then for each one, you need to see what are the common ways to detect if something wrong happened inside there. Then you go and try to do, of course, monitoring, detection, and then at the end, response. So you need to understand the whole picture for each attack. And the article goes very well in explaining about how you can defend against each type of these attacks. So the most common ones and the ones that are very straightforward, like unauthorized attempt to access systems and data. So what comes to mind is, okay, I need to have access control, I need to have 
encryption on the data. I need to have a protection to my network using firewalls, IPS, IDS, and so on. Insider threat attack, which is one which is very interesting because these insider threats cannot be detected by traditional tools or traditional software. And here I touched on this before. One of the things that are related to insider threat is supply chain in your organization. Supply chain means if you are using contractors, you are using third parties to do the work for you. So these can be a source of insider threats. Malware attacks, they are very well known and they are very diverse in this. And the most common one is ransomware attacks, which tries to encrypt your data. Middle in the mal attacks, and this is a little bit techy term, but from business perspective, you need to understand and educate your employees about the importance of how can someone trick you to hijack your web session, sending you OTP to some site that you never subscribed to, getting onto your Wi-Fi because it's not like well protected and so on. And of course, other the types of attacks, all in the article, I will share the, the link with you. It all ends with multiple layers that you need to do. So you need to have preparation. You need to have monitoring. You need to have detection. You need to have follow-up after the attacks. Most importantly is how you can be ready to respond to such attack. What's your response strategy? This is part of the risk planning, I would say. So I will share the link. It's very interesting to read. It's from Deck Target, and I hope you will find it useful. The second topic for today is regarding machine learning AI. So it's a bit technical paper, but I think it's enlightening because it goes about how machine learning algorithms, something like ChatGPT, are interesting because the way they are designed, they are designed to learn continuously without being given data. So the paper, which it's from MIT, the summary is like the researchers were able to explain and prove that a model like ChatGPT3, despite not being trained to perform some tasks, just showing a couple of examples is enough for these algorithms to get later on these tasks done. I found it interesting because the application for that is unlimited. Think about use of this algorithm in your work. It's like you get this new guy, he's the new trainee in your company, and then you just show him a couple of times how to do some tasks, and that's it. And then he's by his own, even more, he can do it better. I think we are going nowadays in a very fast-paced momentum of leveraging the power of machine learning and artificial intelligence. And I'm really expecting huge breakthroughs. It's not like about 
having chatbots that can do a few things for us. I'm, I'm really sure that we're going to listen and see very shortly to something bigger than this because all researchers, all budget allocations in big companies are going towards AI and it will be really life-changing for all of us. So let's keep eye on this space. The last article for today is around the five trends for fintech, which is finance technology for 2023. Uh, fintech nowadays, it's on the boom, especially in the Middle East region. We have a lot of startups. So what is driving innovation and what is trending when it comes to fintech industry? So based on the article from Tech Republic, there are mainly five trends or top five trends. First, it's data related, so data-driven platforms. The more you collect data, the more you manage this data better, the more you can process this data in a secure, automated, and intelligent way, your platform becomes more powerful. So this is the trend that everyone is focusing on, how we can leverage the power of data using AI machine learning to get this personal experience for fintech customers. And this is lead to the second trend, which is machine learning and data analytics. Because the goal here is how we can differentiate ourselves as a fintech company, of course, from the rest. So here where the AI-driven, hyper-personalized customer experience is seen as a second trend here. So everyone want to give their customers the, I like the term, hyper-personalized. So you feel really that the agent, which is a, a chatbot I'm dealing with, really understand what I need. Or even customer experience, you call, they get your data, they know exactly who you are, your portfolio, what usually you're looking for, so they can customize on a very high level, your experience as a customer. The third one is payment diversity. So because of the changes that are happening in this space, so every fintech company, they want to have blockchain, e-wallets, crypto in there. And the expectation is to see some fintech super apps to become the norm as per the article, which look logical actually because everyone is looking for this instant payments transactions and so on the fourth one is risk management and compliance so this is will be a focus again whenever we talk about data analytics machine learning ai we talk about data and data is collected from users so there will be a huge focus on okay we collected this data how to secure it how we make sure that we are compliant, we're storing this data in the most compliant way, and we are achieving privacy for our users and avoiding being in the paper next day that someone have reached us and we have all the data out. So it will be a huge focus for fintech companies. The last one is quantum computing, and it's on the rise as per the article. A lot of Big companies like IBM, Microsoft, Google, they have all driving implementation of 
new technology, quantum technology for finance. So this has a lot of impact because what quantum computing can do from finance perspective, they can create portfolio, they can do margin analysis, they can do some stock market derivatives, trading, credit risk assessment, and so on. A lot of possibilities when we talk about quantum computing with fintech. If you are into fintech, I advise you to, to read this article. It's very useful and a lot of information is included as well. Last one is I just saw the announcement from Microsoft this morning about bringing the power of ChatGPT to Bing, the search engine. Unfortunately, it's not available here yet, but I'm looking forward to see it and interact with it and to look how search is changing. It's a revolution in search. We have been used to search engines for maybe 1998 now, even before there were, but with Google, but now things are changing. I'm looking forward to see how the power of AI inside a search would act. And once I put my hands on it, I will be looking forward to explore it and share my experience with you. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. As usual, looking for your feedbacks, for your questions. If you want to have any special topic, you want me to discuss it, we'll be more than happy to do so. Until we meet next time, stay safe and see you next time. Bye-bye.